this is Tony Lloyd. Being a broadcaster for many years, I've witnessed some great stories in the music industry. And now I want to bring as many music stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. My goal is that they will inspire others making their way in the music world. Music Stories with Tony Lloyd. Jeff and Tony from the Bootleg Shadows, welcome. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's uh, great to talk sure. to you. And I want to find out all about your careers and everything else and about the bootleg shadows and the future and everything else. Um, but uh, let's start uh, back in history, if I can use that term. How did it all start for you both uh, in the music industry? Uh, Jeff first. Oh, okay. Um, I think uh, it was about uh, probably about the mid-70s that I decided that um, uh, I'd like to uh, play in a band. Uh, and this was prior to me uh, listening to uh, my elder cousins uh, have a have a play around about Christmas time. I think it was probably about 1970-ish, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they uh, had some uh, guitars and drums. Um, and I thought, well, uh, that sounds rather good. And I had a tape recorder at the time. Uh, a Fidelity twin track tape recorder. And I thought, I've got to tape these guys because uh, the music sounds really good. And it wasn't so much vocals. Um, it was uh, just instrumentals. And I later found out uh, that that was, um, they were replicating uh, some Shadows music, some covering some Shadows music. And I thought, cool, I like that. And uh, so after that, um, I thought, yeah, I could do with learning the guitar and uh, played about with a few chords. And I think my first number, I actually uh, played all the way through with my cousin's help because he, he taught me a few chords, um, was uh, House of the Rising Sun, right. which I think is it's, it's probably one of those ones where uh, there's a lot of people that did start with that one because it had an F in it. And the F was the really hard chord to play. Mm. Um, and uh, after that, I thought, well, let's learn a few more. And bought a few LPs, played along to the LPs uh, in, in those days. Um, and the singles that you bought, you know, the little 45s. And um, about five years later, I was kind of ready to uh, start a band. So my first band uh was uh, probably about 1975 okay I, so I, that's, I, that's... I, I won't ask how old you were at the time but i guess you were fairly young i was just out of short trousers <laughs> good answer <laughs> good answer all your trousers are short <laughs> and, and so well, i was t- very tall <laughs> <at the time>. Um, and Tony, you just uh you're, you're creased up laughing there tony cole uh how about yeah. you how did you start it all Oh, crikey. Right, 1957-58, my dad made me a Spanish guitar. I'd always been keen on playing guitar. So he made me this guitar. I mean, it was, God bless him, it was totally unplayable. <laughs> it was it was like a, a railway sleeper with a gazunder on the end, you know. it was. But God bless him, he made it. Uh, there was a load of love in there. Yeah. And I learned to play a few songs on it, a, a few numbers. Um, Lonnie Donegan stuff at the time, to be fair. Right. And uh, then I got my first electric guitar in 1960. 
which for anybody who's um, anorak enough, it was a Watkins Rapier 22. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, that was like the British Fender Stratocaster. And uh, started playing in bands then with a very, very small amplifier about so big which I've now gone back to, to be honest. Now I'm an old guy. Don't like to lift heavy weights. <laughs> yes, and, uh, and we started we started playing, and the guy, everybody in the band didn't want to sing. So we started playing shadow stuff. And um, we played we played a couple of a couple of gigs locally. And then um, we were invited to do a support slot. At Tamworth Assembly Rooms in 1962, uh, there was us, a, a band called the Mighty Avengers, and there were a couple of other bands from Birmingham as well. Mm. Top of the bill was the Beatles. So the third gig I ever did, we supported the Beatles. Good grief. Um, and then we started, um, it's one of those when, in them days, you did you couldn't take pictures without having your Kodak Brownie or something with you, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, if I got the photos from then, it would have been terrific. But anyway, um, we uh, went on from there and um, the band changed and I ended up playing rhythm guitar and keyboards um, with with the band. The band still remained, you know, but with different members. And... Um, we supported loads of bands at Tamworth Assembly Rooms over the years. And Jeff was just saying, how's the rising sun? The one night we played with a band from Birmingham called Mike Sheridan's Night Riders. And on lead guitar was Roy Wood, Wizard Roy yeah, Wood. Yeah. Which it could be Christmas every day. Yeah. And uh, he sat in the dressing room with me, showing me the chords to the house of the rising sun. <laughs> so, you know, it was like, all of those sort of things. That's incredible, but, isn't it? Um, years, years and years later, I don't know whether you can see that wall okay. at the back there. Yeah. There's... The bass guitar at the back. Yep. My wife bought me that 37 years ago. Wow. Uh, when we first got together. Um, I've still got it, obviously. I'd never, ever part with it. But we had to take it down to the manufacturer's electric wood in High Wycombe to have some work done on it. And... Uh, well, we're sat there while they're doing the work on my on my base, and uh, in comes this this woman, and well, the, the the guy sadly no longer with us said, "Where is he then?" I said, "Oh, he's in the car." It's American. What? She, she was American. You could tell that was my American accent. In case yeah, you didn't clock uh, that, very good. But um, keep, <laughs> keep, keep, keep practicing. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And, uh, Leave your number at the stage door, please. <laughs> and uh, so five minutes later, who comes bounding in? Paul McCartney. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, you couldn't make this up. And because uh, this was Linda McCartney at the time. Well, as then. And uh, anyway, he said, can I make a cup of coffee? Well, yeah, do you know where it is, Paul? He goes into this little sort of cafeteria bit, you know, this little kitchenette thing yeah. and he pokes his head round the door to me and my missus and he said would you like a coffee and we're just there <laughs> nodding you know sort of mouths open so Paul McCartney made me and my missus a cup of coffee and uh, we sat there and we, we're chatting like really you know 
And the dumbest thing I've ever known, not amongst one of the dumbest things I've ever said in my life, <laughs> but I said to Paul McCartney, do you remember playing Tamworth Assembly Rooms in 1962? <laughs> and he said, no. <laughs> you know, why would he? Why would he? Well, yeah, I mean, he'll... that night, that night they played at Tamworth Assembly Rooms, they'd also done another gig in Sutton Coalfield, so they'd done two gigs that night. Wow. They just, you know. Yeah, his life was a bit of a blur in those days, wasn't it? So oh, I'm not surprised goodness, he yeah. couldn't remember. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so, and go from, on. from there... Um, just went on, and uh, one Sunday morning, my next-door neighbour, John Harper, came round to me. He said, do you know what? He said, I've been looking, he said, and there's no, I can't see any Shadows tribute bands. Do you fancy getting a Shadows tribute band together? As it turns out, there's blooming thousands of them. But <laughs> he obviously didn't look hard enough. But I said, yeah, OK. I said, but don't expect me to do the dancing. Um, and Jeff will tell you. They don't expect me to do the dancing now either. I just look on in horror. <laughs> but uh, so that's a, that's a great story, Tony. Jeff, tell me how you met Tony then. Okay, uh, well, um, I, I suppose I have to go back uh, just a little bit because um, the bootleg sheds were looking for a, a lead guitarist, um, and this was probably about uh, nine and a half ish years ago. And uh, oh, I had a, I had a phone call. Been that long. Yeah, it yeah, seems longer. Lost, <laughs> I've lost a lot of hair since then. <laughs> and so I was just minding my own business. I was out with uh, my wife, and we were um, going to uh, like a horse jumping event somewhere in the country. And my phone goes, and I thought I'd better answer it. It's um, it's Bob. Bob, Bob Dorr. Uh, Bob Dorr is um, uh, a, a great sound man. He, he really is a fantastic guy. And I've known him because um, every three weeks for the last 17 or 18 years, it does sound a bit anoraki again. But uh, in the local pub, we've had a Shadows night and um, there's... Uh, backing tracks and a live band for people that want to play their guitar uh, and, and be a bit like Hank Marvin or a Bruce Welch. Um, even a couple of drummers have come up, you know. So um, Bob Dorr was a keyboard player and he's been the keyboard player for many, many years in the Shadows. And um, we, uh, we've, I got to know him quite well. So he gives me a call. And he says, uh, oh, hi, Jeff. I just sort of let you know that the Bootleg Shadows want um, a, uh, a lead guitarist. Their, their guy's leaving in a couple of months. Are you interested? Well, it took me about two seconds to say, of <laughs> course I am. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, bring it on, bring it on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I was quite excited. I don't know why. I but I was. <laughs> no, I don't know why. <laughs> I can tell you where. <laughs> So anyway, uh, there was a rehearsal and uh, the, I thought, crikey, I've got to do a rehearsal. Well, I suppose, you know, it's one of those bands because, you know, you have to uh, go through all these uh, hoops and, you know, there's probably about three sets of interviews. Ooh, it's going to be daunting, but hey, you know, I'll go, to, I'll, I'll go up and uh, take all my gear. Fortunately, I've got all the red guitars. I've got this Fender Strat. I've got the Vox AC30. 
I've got the echoes that you're supposed to have for these kind of bands. And I've got clued up on all the music in, in the past because of that's the music I love. And I thought, well, I'm in with a shout anyway, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. So it was uh, a pub, and I think uh, it wasn't in Tamworth, but it was just outside Tamworth. It's 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 it, uh, and it's the uh, the four tons. Three tons. Three tons. Oh, three tons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it was close. <laughs> Nobody couldn't find it. <laughs> four tons at Faisley. No. Anyway, got there eventually, and uh, I was first up. And uh, I thought, well, how many people are sort of uh, doing this, um, you know, uh, interview, you know, this this, uh, this rehearsal? And uh, there were two, actually. <laughs> I was the first one up. And um, the the rhythm guitarist was late. Well, I later knew that uh, he, he's always late uh, and makes a, quite a habit of it. <laughs> Young Mr. Keith Smith, our current... The late Keith Smith. Yeah, the late Keith Smith, and he was. Uh, and so uh, I met the drummer, um, who was Steve, and I obviously met Tony, who, uh, who sort of put me put me at rest. He said, go and sit up over there and uh, we'll play a few tunes. And I thought, okay, fine. Uh, Bob was there, the sound man. And so we were there in this little back room of uh, the three tons and we started playing some shout music. Uh, and then halfway through my, if you like, uh, rehearsal, uh, Keith turned up and then we uh, we did some more shadow stuff uh, with a, maybe a couple of vocals and uh, did that for about 45 minutes or so. Yeah. And then the other guy turned up and uh, I went home and a couple of days later I got a phone call from Tony. He said, where do you live again? I said, oh, it's down south near Portsmouth. He said, well, are you sure you want to join the band? Because, you know, we'd go all over the place. And I said, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm really keen. He said, oh, we've got a job then. <laughs> and so it. that was it. And I uh, put the phone down and quite shell-shocked. Right. He, he never looked back since. <laughs> never looked back. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, I suppose one of the advantage. One of the advantages of uh, playing instrumental hits is that you don't have to sing. Is that, is that a good thing yeah. as far as you two are concerned? That is that is uh, such a – although we do have a go at it, I've got to say. Good. Uh, but, um, yeah, my voice, uh, it's it's not great. Uh, and, uh, like, you, you know, when you're playing along and you, you, you're singing along in the car or you sing along to – uh, CDs, or as it was, you know, even the the LPs, I couldn't get up to the the, the main melody mm. vocal. So, um, yeah, playing the guitar was uh, kind of much easier because it uh, gives you that range. And do you play a Fender Stratocaster nowadays? Yeah, you yeah, uh, wow. got a got a few of those um, in the room next door. Uh, they're all hanging on the wall. Uh, and through uh, so many years of, of playing, mm. uh, you think that another colour is just going to add to the sound. Well, they, they all sound the same. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's no difference between a red one and a blue one. 
Well, not really. Apart from uh, the but you, you, you have to buy a blue one to find out that <laughs> there's no difference. There's no difference. Get a black one. Get a black one. Let's do some death metal. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that um, that Hank Marvin sold one of his uh, treasured uh, strats a few years back uh, just because he he said because I don't use it anymore. Yeah, I think that's right. I don't know which one it was in actual fact. Uh, there's a famous story about the, the first one that came over from uh, the States because there weren't, at that time in 1959, I think it was, there, there was an embargo on um, all sort of musical instruments coming from um, uh, America, USA. So uh, they had to go to the USA for it, and this thing came, and it was uh, a red Fender Stratocaster, gold-plated, it was the most expensive one, I think. Was it? Right. Was was the original one gold plated? Because I thought it came across with. Anyway, now let's not get nerdy about this. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe maybe yeah. maybe. No, maybe stop, yeah. Have you noticed? I've stopped. It's just maybe. <laughs> maybe that Hank, um, and I didn't use it because it was so valuable, and then he thought, well, I could buy a house with the money, so <laughs> sell it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. he's he's got a, a daughter and a couple of sons, you know, so mm. he probably wanted to. Yeah, sure. You know, uh, have you ever have you ever met uh, the, the real shadows? Yeah, we. Uh, oh, sorry, on, Jeff. Go on, Tony. Yeah, go on. We um, before Jeff joined, we played, <clears throat> and we've done it since. We played at the European Fan Club Convention over in the Netherlands, and that first time we did it not with Jeff, with our previous lead guitarist, um, Hank, uh, not Hank, Bruce and Licorice Locking, one of the bass players of the Shadows, uh, were there. And Hank, uh, sorry, I keep saying Hank, Bruce came up to us and said, if you come in the bar afterwards, we'll have a, we'll have a drink together. Yeah, we did. And Bruce made his way through a fair few glasses of wine <laughs> which we found out the day after he charged to our room. <laughs> Bless him. Love him to be. But we had a great night. We, we had a great night. Okay. Uh, we've met them. Uh, I'm sure Jeff's met them as well. So, Well, that's, that's yeah. nice, isn't it? And, and, and presumably they don't <clears throat> mind you uh, replicating them or uh, being um, you know, a tribute band because, you know, they get the publicity even if you're, you know, there's no competition, is there? You're... You're, you're playing their music, so you're doing them a favour. Yeah, well, I suppose so. They yeah, don't yeah. have to try anymore. Mm, yes. Um, so, uh, obviously, uh, Cliff used the Shadows as a, a backing group, or maybe the Shadows used Cliff as a lead singer. Well, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure which way around it was. But uh, have you ever thought about being somebody's backing group, Jeff? Uh funny you should mention that um well you know i mean we, we've gone for so many years with, with uh, the bootleg shadows and yeah I, we do a couple of vocals uh in the set and we do a actually we, we do a cliff set as well because although my voice is not that grand uh, i can do a, a little bit of harmony and uh tony uh you do the uh, another little bit of harmony i think don't you Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the late Keith Smith, um, or Keith, or Keith, as we call him, yeah. 
uh, he he's he's uh, got a reasonable voice, so we we can cover uh, some vocals. <clears throat> However, uh, I think uh, it was last year we 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 did our first one with um, a cliff, oh, a recognised cliff. All right. And uh, if we can advertise him, then it's a guy called Jimmy Jermaine. Okay. Uh, who I think he was on the Stars in Your Eyes when that was on uh, Saturday Night TV, okay. prime time. In and black and white. He <laughs> <laughs> was in black and white, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> or, or colour, maybe. Um, okay. Anyways. But he's st- he, he's uh, still going strong. And, and so you're going to work with him? Yeah, well, we, we're working with him uh, uh, coming up uh, later uh, in January. And um, we're going to be doing uh, a bit of a half and half show. So it's uh, half shadows and half of cliff numbers. And uh, it's going to be all the hits. Uh, so uh, that could that could turn into something over the next few years. Mm. Um, and uh, as well as cliff, uh, we're, we're kind of working with um, another 60s tribute band to the Hollies. Right uh, for 2022. Okay, and we thought, well, uh, I've known these guys and, and heard them, and uh, one of the promoters we use uh, promotes us and and the Hijack Hollies. And uh, so, what they call the Hijack Hollies, the Hijack Hollies, yeah. Okay, uh, and uh, we've uh, we've not met them as such, uh, but we thought, well, I two iconic 60s bands and we'll, we'll do a concert together uh, and do uh, about an hour, hour and 20 minutes each, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so we've got a couple of shows, a uh, couple of shows with them. Fantastic. Uh, for 2022. So it just broadens, um, you know, what we do a little bit more for, for, for this year. That's fantastic. I've, I interviewed Peter Howarth from the Hollies uh, recently. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that must, he's, he's had quite an interesting uh, career, I think, hasn't he? He yeah. must have chatted about his time at Cliff. Yep. And then uh, obviously the Hollies has been in for quite a few years, I think. About 17 years, I think. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Time flies, uh, doesn't that, it? <laughs> it does, it does. And did he talk about his, his latest band? I think he's uh, uh, got together with a couple of his uh, ex-pals that were backing singers of Cliff at the time, yep. uh, frontmen. Yep. And so uh, I, I know of them and, and have seen them, and uh, they do some brilliant music. Uh, so he's got a brilliant voice as well, Peter has. Yeah, super. Yeah, it has. Anyway, yeah. back to you. Um, and obviously the <clears throat> pandemic has probably curtailed a lot of your gigs, hasn't it? Last year, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, what's the future looking like? I mean, uh, you know, nobody really knows what the future looks like anymore, do they, because of uh, the situation? And we're, we're all hoping it's going to get better and everybody's being positive and there's <clears throat> lots of um, injections and masks and everything else. But uh, what do you hope for, Tony, for the future? Well, hopefully, I mean, we've got we've got a gig over in Belgium um, next month in February, and we've got everything booked to go and do that. But of course, we're going across. We booked to go across on the tunnel, and then up to Belgium to do the gigs. Uh, but who knows? I mean, at the moment, you can't go to France. Mm-hmm. You know, so 
it's all in the lap of the gods yeah to yeah. name a queen song um you know it's, you, what what do you do you, you just got to take it day by day yeah. i mean last year was 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 just terrible quiet it's all right for me dog <laughs> if you can, if you can shut up I, I thought it was just, I thought it was my stomach rumbling. It's not it's no, your dog. It'd be my stomach. Trust me on that one. It'd be mine. Uh, but no. So I mean, we, we look twenty twenty two in the diary mm. looks great. You know, we're, we're out literally every month, and you know, a couple of times a month. So we're, we're really we've been really looking forward to twenty twenty two, hoping the pandemic would would sort of fall away. Um, you know, you've just got to take it day by day and you've got to look to the bigger picture. You know, the bootleg shadows playing wherever is immaterial when it comes to everybody keeping well and um, and, and keeping happy. Mm. But, you know, we're hoping, we're hoping for the best, um, but, you know, who knows? Who knows? Okay. We're just looking forward to 2022. Yeah, sure. Yeah. How do people get hold of tickets to hear you? Uh, well, it's uh, basically uh, contacting uh, the theatre. Obviously, the the theatres are just coming back to life uh, now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, a lot of theatres had their pantomimes. Um, and and so, uh, basically, they're, they're, they've got a full year's programme. Uh, and... Uh, for our part, we we do send off uh, loads of publicity to all the theatres, including uh, El Giva. And um, these guys have uh, 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 got a website and um, a box office. And for those that people uh, that, that want to buy tickets... Um, I mean, basically, if, 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 there's, if there's a gig near someone and they want to go to the gig, click on the gig, Somewhere on there, there'll be a link to the theatre. Oh. Click on that, get to the theatre, or go down to the theatre and get your tickets from the box office. That, that's the easiest Easy way, peasy, it? yeah. And we can yeah. we can find yeah. out all your gigs on your website, which we'll give out a bit yeah, later yeah. on, obviously. Yeah. yeah, fine, fantastic. Okay. <laughs> that's great. Um, how do we get hold of your music as well? Can we download it or buy a CD or what's available? Okay. Uh, well, generally, um, uh, at at the gigs, we we uh, do have some uh, uh, specialist merchandise which is not available in the shops or on Amazon or any of those other sites. Uh, so um, it is for the people to come to the theatres, and uh, uh, we have a, a CD, uh, we have a DVD, um, but that's uh, that's not really available through. Uh, uh, the usual channels. It's, it's you just, can go uh, through the website, though, can't you, Jeff? Oh yeah, you can. Yeah, that's true. You can go through the website and all the one. Okay. Uh, yeah. But uh, as I say, the, the CD we've got um, uh, is is how old now? Forty-seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. No idea. No idea. No, but uh, it's very. But there's very also good. there's also loads of clips on YouTube. I mean, if you go to YouTube and mm. click on Bootleg Shadows, yeah. type in Bootleg Shadows on YouTube, there's loads of clips on there. And if there's loads yeah. of clips on our website as well. So, okay, yeah, yeah, If you're not sure, 
if you're thinking about buying a ticket and if, if you're not sure, then uh, just just go on our website uh, or on YouTube, as Tony says, and you'll be convinced not to come. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. We put up loads of people. Okay, Jeff and Tony from the Bootleg Shadows, thank you so much for talking to me. It's been a blast. We've had so much fun. Thank you very much. Cheers. Uh, All the thanks, best. Tony. See you later. Cheers now. Music Stories is a free podcast with no fees paid to contributors in the hope that it'll help and inspire others in the music industry. Get in touch if you've got a story to tell. If you would like a professional podcast made or would like training so you can do it yourself, I can help. Go to TonyLloydRadio.com. Music Stories with Tony Lloyd.